Is that a way to say it? Because I went checking all the sermons we've been preaching, and some of the, some of the, the subjects we've been dis talking and discussing and, you know, getting, getting a word from are some of these. I have it here. You know, we start talking about the gift of God, the gift of the Spirit. But before that, we went into our mission and vision. I don't know if you remember that. We, talk, we laid out what, what I believe God wants to accomplish through us in this community. Amen? Church, the church is, are not these four walls. Church is outside. This is a place where we gather to uh, the proverb says that iron, iron sharpens iron. Amen? That's the reason we're here. To get some sharp sharpening. That's the reason we gather. So when you and I go back to the world, go back to our regular life, we are ready to love someone else. Amen? To give them a, an advice, a word. That's the reason we gather. This, this is not the church. I mean, yes, it's the church, but we gather to be rekindled. Amen? To go do the work. So, anyways. Okay. So, we've been talking about the gift of God. Then, we went through the suitcases of life's journey. You remember that sermon? We did two sermons. Then, we preach a sermon titled, Be Eternally Minded. And then this whole Ukraine thing erupt, and we pause for a minute so we can study about end-time prophecy. And the reason we did that is because Russia, which is now in the, you know, it's the, it's the main character in this story with Ukraine, they're also, they're going to be also the main character in the end times uh, Armageddon and all those uh, battles. Amen? So, you know, the fact that Russia is there and these things are happening kind of reaffirm the messages we've been preaching. And the messages we've been preaching, folks, is we have to refocus not on the temporary things, but on the eternal things. And the eternal, you know, eternity began the moment you received Christ as your Lord and your Savior. No. No, no, no. Eternity began the moment you came out of your mommy's womb. The moment you were born into this world, eternity began. What we are discussing is where are we going to spend our lives once we depart from this earth? And we have only two choices. Right. So I want to encourage you and I want to invite you as well to be eternally minded. Meaning that everything we do in this earth has to be with the purpose of eternity. Amen. Every decision you make, every relationship you build has to be focused in the eternal. Amen. In the value, when, listen, when Christ returns, you and I, we're going to a court, court. But the beauty is, 
that in that court is not to check if we are innocent or guilty. That's not because we, we are innocent. But that place will be a place where he will bestow crowns upon us. Did you know that? He says, well done, my faithful Sandy. Darbel went great. <laughs> Receive. Come into the, <laughs> into the rest with your Lord. Okay. Amen. That's the place we're going to receive. But we're going to receive prizes according to what we did on this earth. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, this is just an introduction. Just an introduction. Then Millie spoke about the end time prophecy and, you know, this all, blah, 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 I said, I said it. I want to speak today about the ministry. Kind of we're going to return into the gift of God. But I want to speak for a few minutes about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And we can't do, we're, no, 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 let me rephrase. We are, not, we are not supposed to have life without the Holy Spirit. But unfortunately, the ministry of the Holy Spirit is one of those subjects that has been so misunderstood by the church and i was telling millie the holy spirit is like let's say mandy and mark invite me supper to their house and they have uh beef chicken pork uh they have bacon salads and all kinds of things uh, yeah you want to come yeah you're welcome to come with can he come with me yeah mandy say yes you're welcome bill <laughs> but you know what happened is let's say let's say I go to Mandy's house and she have all these uh, meals laid on the table and she will say Alan you can only have chicken yeah well Alan you're so welcome so good to to have you in my house Alan you're welcome come on in and here's the table and says we we really appreciate you Alan we we love you let's eat Oh, but by the way, you can only have chicken. No, no, no. You can only have salad. And salad, yeah. And I'm thinking, what, what about this beef? What about this ribeye? No, 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 no. You cannot have that. And I say this respectfully. A lot of times, the ministry of the Holy Spirit, we've done that with the Holy Spirit. We told him, welcome to our church. Yes, Holy Spirit, do, do, this, do, do this, do that. But, by the way, you can, you can only have a salad. You can only have this. But you cannot have this. Okay? You can, you, can, uh, you can manifest in this way, but not in this way. You can only do this, but you don't do this here, Holy Spirit. You're welcome to do this and this, but only that. Then the rest you cannot do here. Okay? And... One of the things that we must understand, and this is one of those concepts that we keep in the church, is that the Holy Spirit was given to us only to do ministry. That's the perception we have about the Holy Spirit, about God, the Holy Spirit. You know God is a tree, unity, you know that, right? Amen. Is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Okay. So in John 
come with me. Oh, I have my notes here. In John 16, Jesus, is John 16, verse 5. Jesus says, now I am going to him who sent me. Do you have it? John 16, verse 5. Okay, now I'm going to him who sent me, yet none of you ask me, where are you going? Because I have said these things, you are filled with grief. But I tell you the truth. Hallelujah. It is for your good. It is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the counselor will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. Hallelujah. It is for your good the counselor has been sent to us. Who is this counselor? The Holy Spirit. It is for your good, Palestine Christian. It is for my good that the, the counselor has been sent to us. Now... Is the Holy Spirit coming only to do the work of the ministry? And this is one of those misunderstandings. The answer is no. He has come to empower you and I for every kind of dealing in life. Everything you and I do, every talent, every ability that we have, the Holy Spirit was sent to empower us, to make us increase in, this, in the things that we do. I'm, I'm looking, I'm Rosa, and I'm, I'm thinking about the, the pieces. The Holy Spirit is available to increase your ability in everything that you, that you do. Come with me to Exodus 31. So I'm proof to you that I'm not lying, Okay. <laughs> Exodus 31. If you're a farmer, if you're a lawyer, if you're a nurse, if you are a mom, if you are a grandma, everything, if you are a student, amen? Whatever you are in life, the Holy Spirit is there. And this is an example in Exodus 31. This is the guys who were, were supposed to build the temple. And God says then, uh, chapter 31, Then the Lord said to Moses, See, I have chosen, I don't know how you pronounce this word in English, but I'm going to pronounce it. Huh? Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. And what? And I have filled him with the Spirit of God. Folks, there's only one Spirit. The Spirit from the Old Testament is the same <laughs> as the one from the New Testament. And listen, and God says, And I have filled him with the Spirit of God, comma, with skill, ability, and knowledge in all kinds of crafts. I'm, I'm working, you know, you, as you know, I'm working with this company. It's a lumber company. And boy, I need the Holy Spirit because if the poplar, if the red oak, if the uh, ash, 
and each one of them has certain properties, and you can use them for certain applications, and, uh, and the warms, and the heat, and there, I'm thinking, oh my gosh. But then when I read this scripture, it filled me with hope. Because even in that, what we consider mundane, now let me add something else. There's nothing mundane in anything you do. You are holy. Did you know that? You're holy. Everything you do becomes holy, therefore. Because a holy person is performing certain tasks, those tasks become holy. Holiness has nothing to do with behavior. It's not that if I lie, cause a little bit. No, holiness has nothing to do with that. Holiness has to do with the fact that you've been separated for God and you are His. That is what makes us holy. There you go. Thank you, Eric. I needed that this morning. <laughs> right. So everything we do become holy. And God wants, to, wants you to succeed in everything you do. And for that reason, he gave us the Holy Spirit, not only to do certain things in church, not only for our churchy world, but to be successful everywhere we go. Even in, the, in what we consider Little things or things without any kind of importance. For God, everything is important. He's, he's that kind of daddy. Every little thing is so important. If you're milking your cows, he's, look at, it, look at how he milks. Well, nobody milks cows any, any, anymore, but when you used to milk your cows, the father was, how skillful, look at my son, how skillful he is. Or my daughter, if you... Get to do those things. Amen? All right. So what, 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 what's your point, Alan? My point is that the Holy Spirit has been given to you for every aspect of life. And you and I, we should rely more on, on Him than what, that what we are currently doing. Amen? Because, I'm sorry, I repeat myself. Because the Holy Spirit is not only for these four walls. It's not only for the minister who preach. It's not only for the shepherding committee that write letters. It's not only for, for, Brooke, for, for, for Mrs. Brooks and for Deb who are worshiping. It's not only for the, one, the people who stand here and do the call of worship. It's not only for the greeters. And, uh, in, you know, in the doors. It's for each one of you. You're driving a truck. Holy Spirit is available for you. So you be, can be successful in every little thing. You're mowing the, the yard. Holy Spirit is there to help you. He's, he's there for everything. Amen. 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 Let's move on. Okay. Now, Jesus is lifted. The Holy Spirit comes to do what? To be our helper. But all, not, not only that, he's in charge of the church. Come with me in Acts. I just have a few minutes. Acts 3. 
Acts. Hallelujah. You know what? I'm getting excited right now. I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited. I don't know if that's good or bad, but I'm getting excited. And, you know, yesterday I spent some time rewriting, rewriting vision, rewriting mission. What, at, what are we supposed to do for this community? What is, Father, what is the calling of this body of believers named Palestine Christian Church? What is our calling in these communities? What is the calling of each one of us? How can we impact the places where we go, the people we relate to? What, how, how we should do this, Lord? That's my prayer. Rewriting vision. Rewriting. What do you want us to do now that we see that the time is so near, so close? So that's why I'm bringing you back here. Why? Because there's only, we, will, we, we will be able to do this. I'm sorry, let me rephrase. We won't be able to do what God wants us to do without the Holy Spirit. Not even the disciples who walked with Jesus and met him face to face. They couldn't make it without the Holy Spirit. So in Acts 1, and I know, yes, I know what some of you are thinking. No, no, we won't become an assembly of, I say this with all the respect. We won't, you know. Okay, so Alan, are we going to be talking in other tongues? No, there's no where I'm going with this. So are you going to start doing, uh, you going to start doing crazy, crazy things? No, I won't start doing crazy things. I just want us to, to learn about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Amen? So we can learn how to discern his voice. Because let me tell you, friends, he's been talking to you. He's been talking to you. But we're going to learn how to discern, how to hear in the midst of all the voices that we hear all every time. How can we hear the Holy Spirit? So in Acts, it says, in my former book, chapter 1, in my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all, this, all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after Given instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. Other version says, given commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles. Who was given the commands? Right. Through the Holy Spirit. So the voices, the apostle, the voice, the apostle were listening was the voice of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is running the church. He's the boss. The Spirit of Christ. He's the boss. Acts 13, verse 2. And I'm going to be closing sometime soon. Okay, that, that I can promise. 
it says, uh, verse 2. It says, let's read chapter 13. In the church of Antioch, there were prophets and teachers. Barnabas, Simeon, Lucius of Cyrene, and this name I don't know how to pronounce. I'm going to read it in Spanish, Manaen, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. Listen to this, verse 2. While they were worshiping the Lord, and fasting, hmm. they were worshiping the Lord and fasting. The Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. I'm, I'm, now, I'm excited right now. Who said the Holy Spirit? The disciples were together. And hey, here's a, here's a tip for you and I. While they were worshiping and fasting. Those, I've been telling you, those times of praise and worship allow us. open uh, Those times of, pr- of worshiping and praising are moments where, where we open our hearts and it's easier for the Holy Spirit to be heard. So they were worshiping and fasting, and then the Holy Spirit, the commander of the church, said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. And what what do you think the disciples did? They set apart Barnabas and Saul. Now let's go back to Acts 1, and I'm going to close with this. Before going into the gift of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We praise you in this place, Lord. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place, Lord. You are welcome in this place. And it says in this famous scripture, it says in verse, uh, in, in verse 8, verse 6. So when they met together, they asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? I'm I'm reading Acts 1, verse 6. And he said to them, I mean, he is Jesus. He said, it is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority. Hallelujah. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So that is the power that you and I need. That is the power that this Palestine Christian church need to be able to fulfill the assignment that God have for us. Amen. Amen. And, 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 And friends, that assignment is not... That you must quit your job to go preach house, house by house. No. Maybe the assignment that God has for you is that you may increase in what you're doing currently. If you're a businesswoman, maybe God's assignment is, you know what, increase in what you're doing. So you can impact or influence more people. Because a lot of times we misunderstand that as well. And it's like, oh, I have to leave everything to go serve the Lord. And we, no. 
Who's going to go to the marketplace? Who's going to go into politics? Who's going to go into the education, education system? Who's going to be face to face with those kids in school if, it, if he's not a teacher who is born again? Amen. Our calling and our assignments, we have to spread out to be able to reach out the more people we can. But without the ministry of the Holy Spirit, it will become your own work. And boy, friend, you're going to get tired of it. You're going to get tired. Because you know what else? To do what we have to do, we need love. We need to love people. But the kind of love that we need is not the love that you and I know. This is a special kind of love. It's an agape kind of love. It's a love that according to Romans 8 has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Because if I go in my own soulish love, I'm going to get discouraged. The moment you don't reply my text message, the moment you don't write, write back to me, the moment you don't take my phone call, I'm going to get discouraged. Why? Because I'm trying to do God's work. I'm trying to show everybody, someone else love, but I'm, what I'm showing is my own kind of love. That is phileos. It's another kind of love. But we need to love like God loves. And that's the reason he poured in our hearts, by whom? By the Holy Spirit, his kind of love. Amen. Amen. I'm going to close here. Next, next weekend, we're going to be uh, learning about the Holy Spirit, how he manifests himself. We're going to go through Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 12, 13, 14, where Paul laid out how we should do things in order Amen? How, how we can manage or administrate the gift that God gives us. Amen? But this is my, this is my CTA for you. Your, your, this is the call to action in your life. And it's time. It's time to reach out. And I don't want to scare you, but the time is short. The time is near. And I've been hearing that for a long time, but now it's, it's for real. All, everything is taking place. When you see the fig tree blossom, you will know my time is near. 1948, Israel became a nation. Not only that, Israel is one of the top 10 developed nations in the world. It took them only 80 years to become Powerful nation. They are blossoming. Technology. It amazed me. May, major U.S. companies have uh, branches in Israel. They are behind the whole cell phone technology. They invented it. The agricultural world. They are, have so many patents. I mean, they are blossoming. The Israelites. That tells me that the fig tree that Jesus prophesies in Matthew 24 is there in place. Now Russia, it's a military, military superpower. When in the 80s or 90s, when Gorbachev was in office, they, they, they were 
crushed. It only took them 40 years to do that. Iran is developing nuclear, war, uh, nuclear weapons. Folks, that's not a third world country. If you're developing nuclear weapons, Persia is in place. Now Syria. Now uh, Jordan. All the nations surrounding Israel. Any time. Any moment. So we have a mission to accomplish for the Lord. And when the trumpet blows, I want a crown. And I don't want a Burger King one. I want a good one. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So we need to speed up. And all we have to do is rely on the Holy Spirit to lead us. Just like he led that church in, in the book of Acts. Separate to me, unto me, Saul and Barnabas for the work that I have for them. I want to be able, and I want you to be able to hear his voice that tells you, go knock on their door and tell them I love them. Go write a letter and send it to so-and-so. I want to be able to hear his voice when he says, do you remember so-and-so you, you went to school or you worked with for so many years? Yeah? Yeah? Give him a call. Text him. I don't know if this happened to you, but suddenly a face popped in your mind. Have it happened to you? Have that happened? Folks, that's the Holy Spirit telling you about this person. I was driving this week, and I never looked to that place. But as I was driving, I looked to, to my left, and I saw that race, little race card, race uh, track, sorry. And I knew Peggy Overlander. And don't tell Millie. While I was driving, I texted her. <laughs> don't tell Millie about this, okay? Because I'm going to get in trouble. So I texted her and I say, you know what? I'm going to take these few minutes to pray for you. And she replied. And she says, you make my day. You, you, just make, you have no idea. You just make my day. Do I have something to boast about? No. Who is, who's love? Who is taking care of her? The Holy Spirit. He's just using me. Amen? Like he wants to use you. But we have to learn how to hear him so we can be used by him. Amen? And not only that. Not only that. I'm sorry I use my own life. But I've been, I've been working. And I'm doing my work really Mundane is how you pronounce that word. Am I pronouncing it right? Chores. Pulling boards. But then I lift my head and I see there's a lot of uh, these guys, they lo lo lose a lot of time in this process. So when my boss came, I say, hey, you know what? I noticed you guys, you lost like an hour doing this and this and this and this and that. I say, well, let me think about it. And then I had a meeting, and they were discussing this huge amount of time that they lose doing pulling some wood some, in a certain way. He, Anna, you're so bright. I'm not, believe me, ask my wife, I'm not that bright. <laughs> but the Holy Spirit is there 
Because I told you before, and I want you to believe me, wherever you and I go, he is arriving in you to make everything shine. Wherever you go and it's dark, it's going to be it's going to be light up because you arrive and him who is in you arrive as well. Amen. Amen. So let's rely on the Holy Spirit. Don't be thinking, oh, the, I don't understand these tongue things. Or I don't understand this prophecy. Or, I, or apostles and prophets are not, are, are not for this day. Let's leave those discussions to theologians. They have, some of them have nothing to do. And I can tell them face to face, okay? Because I know, I understand ministry. Just, let's just leave them that challenge between, between the Baptists and the Pentecostal and the, and the other denomination. And they fight among each other. And people outside are begging for a glass of water. Like that lady on the whale. And you and I, we have what they need inside of us. The Holy Spirit. And He wants to use you, baby. He wants to use you. Amen. Amen. So, Father, we pray and we thank you today. We thank you, Lord, that it was for our good. Hallelujah. It was for our good, Lord, that the Holy Spirit was sent to us. And Holy Spirit, you're not deaf, you're not blind, and you're here this morning. And I, we praise you. We, we acknowledge your presence. And we also acknowledge the fact that we need you. We need your presence. But we also need your guidance, Holy Spirit. We need your power manifested. And not only that, Lord. Michael Whitcomb. Lord. Addison Ewing. Lord. Wally Neal. Lord. Fletch Mowell. Lord. They need your power. But the only source of your power, the only channel for your power to flow through these people are us, Lord. The one of us in this room, Lord. And the other believers in some other places, Lord. So my prayer for me and for my fellow Palestine Christian church members is help us, Holy Spirit. Help us to grow. Help us to understand you more. Show yourself to each one of us. Father, uh, Father, Holy Spirit, go into the Almond's household, into the Brooks household, into the Stork's household, into the Worley's household, into the, the Solfridge household, into the Jackson's household, into the Crows, into the Morrises, into the Tolmans, into the Maxwell, into the Maximus, into each one of us households, Lord. We opened our doors for you, Holy Spirit, to fill us, to empower us, to lead us. We need you. We embrace your presence. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Father, as we pray, I, I ask you, Holy Spirit, show us a face. Make one of those faces that need our prayers pop in our minds, Lord. So we can pray for them. At least pray for them, Lord. In Jesus' name, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah.